Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. All right, you guys, here we are on the next episode of the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, and today we have Lisa Gober on the podcast with us, and she is a psychic medium, a spiritual coach, and educator, and an angelic coach as well. And she helps lightworkers step into their role by guiding them into a higher vibration, teaching them to directly connect with their angels and guides. Um, So welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Yay, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. And Lisa and I met online and I was so excited. Not that I don't know a cabillion other psychics because I'm an educator, right? But just to, um, I was so excited to meet up here that's like doing business and also educating. Um, and some of the stuff that I've just seen here is, is really inspirational. So I had to have you on the podcast. No, I appreciate it. I feel the same about you. I'm so excited to be here and uh, be doing this. And I, I just want to say uh, for anyone that listens to this, if you hear growling and snarling, it's just my dog. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> it's just my dog uh, as she's going nuts with her toy. So that's all. <laughs> I love it. And I'm like anybody that is listening to this and if they've been a listener to the podcast, then I'm pretty sure they're used to hearing my Pomeranian's narrate and bark in the background like I always say um if you're if you're gonna work with me you better be prepared to hear barking (laughs) yeah no exactly so something that really intrigued me about you is your whole connection to the angelic realm Mm -hmm. um how like when I first um became awakened and I know you were you were kind of born into it and we'll talk about that but mine was like yeah I mine was more of meeting my guides and I was really intimidated when I met my first angel so I really love to hear more about your experience with angels kind of how you stepped into it and what how they appear to you if if that's how you receive it sure sure well um I I went into it differently because um I, well, what happened was I was always interested in like ESP. And so I kind of was diving into the psychic side of, of things more so than talking to angels for a long while, you know? And, uh, so I, I was reading tons of books about that and practicing back in the day before even caller ID or cell phones existed. I was practicing knowing who was calling with just from the, you know, wall phone and uh developing those senses and then um i skipped school when i was about 17 um and i was already reading cards i played with ouija boards stuff like that but i skipped school with a another girl and when we were 17 and i had her come over and next thing i know she was full body channeling her angel to me and so i already was aware of the other side of course and whatnot so it really didn't scare me and i i knew it to be very true it was very real 
and the angel talking through her said, I'm supposed to connect with my angels. I need to sit and start a conversation with them, basically. So that's what I did. Later that day, I sat in silence. I sat at my dining room table, and I asked if there was any angels with me, and I sat there for about half an hour just in silence. And uh, eventually, I just got the little voice, hey, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're my angel? Yeah, I'm one of your angels. It's <laughs> like, all right. So their, their conversation started. Um, and that was my first introduction to angels. So at the time, that was one of my angels named Tim. He's not really one of my angels per se now. He's moved on. But, um, you know, I could still talk to him, of course, if I really wanted to. Uh, but I've met many more angels since then. And my main angel, Celine, and uh, my spirit guide. So um, at first, it, it didn't scare me. It excited me. And, uh, you know, you know as well as I do, we get into the whole, is this real? Is that, Am I making it up? So I, I went through that whole period of time, you know, my early teens and early 20s, trying to figure that out. And uh, just it, it went from there. And obviously that was, oh, gosh, <laughs> should I say it's about 25 years ago? So. <laughs> Um, at least. <laughs> um, so do you think that your your experience was more like you know auditory, like you didn't see them like poof? Here I am. I did see them. Oh, did. Okay. Um, when I heard the voice first, that first hello, um, or the sorry, he said it was very much hi and um, and uh, I could tell he was coming from my left, and so I looked to my left. And up, and he said, I said, what kind of angel are you? This is in the very first conversation. Right. He said, I'm a cherubim. So the first thing I pictured, of course, was a flying baby. Right. That's my angel, Tim. He's a cherub. And that was my concept at the time of what a cherubim was. <laughs> so that was all I knew. So that's what I saw. Um, as I developed a knowing of angels, uh, obviously I saw him as just the regular as a person that's how you appear to well so okay so i totally have to stop you there and i have to tell you what my experience was and then maybe you could tell me since you're the angel lady what the heck I sure. because i said okay well here i'm gonna meet my angels you know i do this guided thing or i don't even know if it was guided it was somebody just told me how to do it holy moly if this giant like pillar of yellow light came in and it was so big and, and I was like, holy crap, I'm scared to me. Go away, I'm so scared. But And so then then I didn't see them for the longest time after that because I think they knew I was scared. But to me, yeah. it was this like big yeah. pillar of light and it could like bend over across the room and meet me. So it was like so tall. Wow. So was that wow. a certain type of angel or do you think that was just my perception? uh both i think it was uh divine energy and probably your your one of your main angels popping in um appearing to you as this big pillar of light um it's possible here's the thing about angels <laughs> they they don't have ego they are they're a pure love they don't realize sometimes something like that could be overwhelming to us and it might freak us out a little bit um so this angel of yours uh, from what I'm getting right now, is so excited and so like, yeah, she wants to see me and talk to me, and I'm gonna appear, and it's gonna be awesome. That yeah, that's it appeared because you you as an empath, and I know you are, picked up all the 
this energy, this divine energy. So that translated into that imagery because it really kind of, it really does play a role of our imagination because mm-hmm. the angels speak to us through our intuition and imagination. So you projected that out there as that's how the angel was appearing. <laughs> and there you go. So combine, combine with an angel being like, yes, I'm connecting. And you being like, yay, I'm going to connect with my angel. You guys both played a role in creating a, something that intimidated you. <laughs> right. And then, you know, yeah. And then you, you know, yeah, you didn't connect with them for a while, probably because you blocked them a bit. Being mm-hmm. Scared, which is understandable. Angels don't always realize you know, sometimes they get a little too excited. They don't, they don't know fear. They have no ego. Yeah. I love that. So then, so then after you, you met your angels, like is that what you work with now when you're doing sessions and stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's not always something that is spoken out loud. I don't, I usually don't have to like say, Hey, angels come talk to me or call upon a particular one. Um, unless it's very much needed, like, you know, say, uh, Michael for protection or Raphael for healing. Um, but usually I, I, really, I always know my angels are always with me and working through me at all times. So whenever I go into session, it's not, it's not really a thought. It's not something I have to, you know, bring them up or get, them, get in the mood for. They're always there. So I'm, I'm pretty much turned on anyway, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I'm like, that switches on. And, yeah. and in connection with them. So yeah. when you start out channeling, it's easier to see them or, you know, hear them as, a, as another person. That's, that's mainly for us, uh, for our brains to be able to handle, um, to see them as a separate entity. Um, but as you get, you know, as you practice and as you get better, it just becomes a natural occurrence that you don't need to see them as a separate person or or hear them as a separate voice i'm so glad that you said that because when i am teaching um my students right at the very beginning just like you said they think they're crazy they think they're making that up oh yeah the beginning then you you do you see like you do get either an auditory message or however they're receiving but i tell them after you do so many readings it's flowing. It becomes you. It flows. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, you don't have to call on them. They already know you're a tool for them. They're already it. So it's, it becomes you like, especially when you go through your spiritual awakening, right? I mean, I'm sure you probably would agree when you're, when you're, when you detach a part of your ego and you let mm-hmm. this unconditional stuff flow through, flow through you, it, it's, it's almost like somebody said to me, gosh, I almost feel like I'm giving spiritual advice. And I said, that's because it's starting to become normal now. Absolutely. I mean, that's what they do. They, they connect through, with everyone through our intuition. That's one of the easiest ways for them to guide pretty much, you know, everyone. That's why we have intuition built in. It's a built-in guidance for them because they know we're not going to listen to them. I don't always listen to them. I get in trouble. <laughs> and so they got to work through our intuition. They'll be like, got to give them a gut feeling. Don't turn right. You know, they get, they, it's how they work. So we all have that within us. And so, yeah, the more you practice, the more, the easier it is just to kind of just be, just to be used. Like you said, you know, they're using us whole body as a tool for feelings. You know, uh, they send us pictures, they send us thoughts, whatever. When we're doing readings, 
you know, the sensations of what we need to help this other person with. Yeah. To me, they come through so much with like the goosebumps. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> I love the goosebumps. That's how you know you're on the right. You're like, okay, yeah, this is the readings going correctly. Like meaning you're not blocking it, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I call them validation bumps. Yes, exactly. Validation bumps. I like that. I love that. So, um, once you, you, you met your angel and you started working with them, do you see them now still, or is it just more of you just feel um, constantly? I feel them constantly. Um, I still see them. Like, yeah. I, I'll say this. They, every once in a while, they call you if you haven't meditated, if you haven't taken quiet time, they'll call you into one. And uh, I was in one with my angel, Selena, the other day, um, just sitting and chatting, nothing, nothing uh, crazy. But we, we, she just wanted to call me in. She's like, we got to sit and talk. And I think they did a little clearing on me, cleansing. Um, but uh, so I do see them. And sometimes... One of the funniest times I saw them, I think it was earlier this year, I was taking a shower. And next thing I know, I had my angels were talking to me. I guess I had been ignoring them a little bit. And they were all standing around me. My spirit guide was there. Then there was some, like, uh, <laughs> uh, other, other uh, I forgot the term for them, uh, enhanced or not enhanced, but beings, enlightened beings uh, were hanging out there. And I was like, is everyone watching me take a shower right now? I'm like, are you guys serious? <laughs> And they're like, this is the time we can get through to you because you're not, you know, because my mind was quiet. I'm like, hey, you guys, I'm like, come on. They're like, we don't care. Why do you care? You know, so like, I'm making it. <laughs> so, ascended masters, that's the term I was looking for. So, yeah, so, and don't let that freak you out. I mean, angels, obviously, they, they have no judgment. They could care less about, you know, your body, what it looks like, any of that. They don't care. You know, they, they do not judge by any shape or form. Or, they yeah. just know, hey, your mind's quiet. Let's get in there. Yeah. Let's see if we can talk now. I, you know, it's so funny, like, because my experience is so different. And I really, like, I love talking to you because now I'm thinking, geez, you know, I probably talk to angels more than I think. I sure. Because I call, I, it happens to me in the shower, and I call it the shower goddess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's them. Yeah. That's them. That's them uh, waking people up, especially people who are just starting out at 3 a.m. That's yes. them. And yes. all you have to do for anyone listening to this, just ask them to stop doing that. That's all. Make an appointment. Say, come back at 10 tomorrow. I'll go into a, a quick meditation and say hello. You know, and all you have to do is sit and breathe quietly and see if anything happens. It's, it's not too too hard. See if they can get through that way. But, uh, you can tell them you need to sleep. They don't, uh, they don't have human bodies. They don't think about things like that. They just know that like the whole shower thing. That's the best time they can get through to you. Yeah. 3 AM. It's that, Three. that moment. Yep. Yep. I love mm-hmm. that. Cause I'm the same way. So something that just recently happened to me and it was, who knows what time it was because I'll, I'll get, I'll get stuff, you know, when I wake up, you know, just yeah. when you're waking up to turn over or maybe you got to pee. And uh, so since you know more about angels, I had the one, um, I heard him, they, they say certain words like Sandalfon, Sandalfon. And I'm like, okay, remember, I'm like, so I started thinking about a pair of sandals. I'm like, sandals, sandals, sandals. Remember tomorrow, 
sandal, you know, because this person wants, because I'm like, I got to look this up. And then the next day, I went to the spiritual shop because my husband was going to get a session. And I go, hey, I'm going to pull you a card while we're waiting. And I kid you not, the sandal bond card came out. And it's oh. saying something about your prayers have been heard or your prayers are being answered or something. Is that is that the, the sandal bond guy? Yeah. I'd say so. It's crazy, huh? That's, you know, no, they, they, they want to come through and, you know, people, well, you've seen it, like, people are seeing the, the synchronized numbers, the 1111, 333, and 444, and all that stuff, and, you know, finding feathers, um, it's all the guide saying, hey, we're here, we got you, we heard you, we're with you, and it's also them saying, hey, you know what, we're here. If you need help, ask us, <laughs> you know. Um, one thing about angels is they can't intervene in our life unless we ask them to because we have free will. They want us to learn the lessons that we need to learn. Um, but, uh, but they can step in. If you say, hey, guys, could use some assistance with this, then they'd be happy to step in. So that's just something to keep in mind. So do you do a certain practice on a daily basis to invite them in or what would you recommend for the listeners? Um, I, I personally, I guess I, I was going to say I don't, but I do. I guess I'm so used to it. I don't think about it. Um, what I would recommend to the listeners, uh, what, to anybody really, is just uh, I do a breathing exercise where I breathe in for a count of four through my nose. I hold it for a count of four and then I really blow it out through my mouth for a count of four and they do that three times in a row and it kind of gets you in this nice almost meditative state just really really calms you and it's it's a very quick easy uh breathing meditation and when you're in that state you can ask for your guides you know to bring you or show you or help you feel or talk to you whatever any kind of messages anything they want to say that is the great space to connect with them in so and it's just a great space to be in uh, for anything, for anything you're about to go do or anything you want to start working on, you know, if you're trying to manifest something, getting into that nice, relaxed, uh, meditative state is, is, is amazing for that. So that's, that's what I would recommend, uh, anyone trying to do anyone who really wants to connect and just get some guidance. Even if you're just pulling cards for yourself, I would do that breathing exercise. Okay. That's good yeah. advice actually. Yeah. So you're getting yeah. centered and, and inviting them in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and setting that intention, right? Setting the intention to have them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the thing about the angels is they're always around. They're always around. They're never not around. Um, so whether you remember to set an intention or not, they're going to hear you and they're going to respond in any way they can. So uh, I don't want people to get too caught up in like, oh, I have to do this and oh, I have to do that. You really, you don't. You just need to relax and because it, it's in your heart that you want to connect. The universe knows, the angels know. And all you have, all you have to do is say, uh, angels, you know, what guidance do you have for me today? Please, please uh, tell me in a way that I'll understand it. I love um, and it could be maybe you might not get anything right away, but you might get, uh, you might read something a little bit later that's like, oh my gosh, what that hits home. You might see something, a picture, 
you might hear a song that's like, wow, that's inspirational. Wait a minute. You know, <laughs> you, it could be in any form. You might just get a feeling. You might hear a voice in your head. Uh, it, it's, there's so many ways that this angel could get through to you. You might just find a feather. Yeah. Any, it could be any color. Don't worry about the colors. Any color and be like, oh, a feather. Like, oh, my angels are listening. You know, they're with me. So, and that I might have, be your message. Your angels are with you. <laughs> I have had people find feathers and message me saying, there is no possible way this is, could have possibly gotten here. Yep. Yep. No, I, it's, it's awesome, right? It's that awesome feeling of like, wait a minute, what? I've had that happen to me more than once, plenty of times, where it's just, where, where the heck did that come from? I had a teeny tiny feather floating down one day from my bedroom ceiling in my old apartment. And I noticed, I thought it was a spider, like a small spider. Yeah. <laughs> now, so I went to, to get it because I'm like, I don't want that on my bed. And uh, there's no fan, there's no windows, there's no feathers in my room. And I put my hand up and it was a small feather, small white feather. And I was like, ah, thanks guys. <laughs> that actually happened to me like like you're saying like the teeniest tiniest while I was on like a Facebook live once nice I was like what is that and then I was like oh it was the tiniest feather and I <laughs> stared at it because I thought is that like a fairy wing or something you know but it was right. it's just a, it's just another acknowledgement that you're you're in the right place you're doing the right thing you know that they're listening they're with you isn't that awesome? Something too, I feel like when you, at least in my experience, when you sit down and you ask them and you're in this meditative state and one of them comes up or however many, cause maybe you don't see them, mm -hmm. man, I'm telling you, it is waterworks for me. Oh just, yeah, it can be. I just start crying because I feel like so many of us seek that, that feeling of being loved, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and that starts from within that starts from within ourselves and that's what the angels are trying to guide us with loving ourselves first and then uh, you got to start within and and in all things and and just in happiness in general it starts within mm -hmm. um and the angels trying to guide us to that um but no one should ever feel alone trust me i've been there i've been through to hell and back several times and it, you never alone. We got, if everyone has at least five or six angels. We all have at least one spirit guide. I've met people with a whole tribe of spirit guides. <laughs> and then we have our passed on relatives, whether we met them or not. Yeah. Like behind us saying, Hey, look at, they're doing great. Wow. You keep encouraging them. So yeah, all these people at any given moment, <laughs> you know, they're cheering you on. Trust me, you're never alone. You're never unsupported. And it might feel like that sometimes. Um, and that's, that's just your ego. That's just your um, fear. Cause you're really not, you're really not. Exactly. So it's so true. Well, there's that yeah. one saying, right? The, the Jesus poem called footprints in the sand. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That guy was saying, you know, in my hardest times, there's only one pair of footprints in the sand. How could you leave me? And then Jesus says, and see, I get the goosebumps. I never leave you. I was carrying you. Yeah. And that's yeah. why there was only one set of footprints. And, and so it's, it's so true in your hardest times. And, and but being human is hard. Being human, you know, we make it so friggin' hard. We make everything about it hard. Um, the, 
one thing everyone should really know, and people might disagree with me on this because it's, it's human, humans, it's so hard to believe, but the only thing we're really here for, the only thing we need to do in life is be happy. That's literally what we're here to be. We're just here to be happy. <laughs> and you'll find that, you know, anyone I've worked with, and I'm sure you find the same, once they find kind of their path, what they want to do, what they want to give to the world, it's always something that helps somebody else. It's yes. always something that helps somebody else and makes someone else happy. Yes. You know, and that in doing that, it doesn't matter what it is. Even if you're building parts for something that helps someone and you love it, you're helping someone. Yes. So that, that is being a light worker. <laughs> yes. Helping each other and being happy that that goes along with it because you're doing what you love. So yes. we make it so hard to be happy because we let anxiety, fear, all of that get in our way. We're taught so differently. We've been taught for so many years, such, such different, uh, you know, you have to work hard. You have to do this, even if you hate it, cause you know, you got to pay bills, blah, blah, blah. But it's, uh, if we just let go of that anxiety, if we just trust the universe is, you know, the universe knows what you, what you want. The universe knows what you want to manifest. If you just trust that, and, and, and go about your day living in your joy, you manifest all these beautiful things. You know, it just comes to you. The universe provides. Amen to that. And it's all about, like you said, you have to, you really have to surrender to the ego that makes you think that you're the one that's creating, you're the only one, rather, that's creating your life. Yes, no, exactly. I mean, you're co-creating constantly, but it, all your part is is doing things in joy. That's all you have to do. Loving yourself it. and doing things in joy and love. The the universe take care of the rest. The universe will provide the earthly needs. Yes, I love it. Like repeat, like your job. It's the only thing you have to do is do it in joy, right? Exactly. That's it. That's all we're here for. I love and, it. You know, and in doing so, we're getting to our, you know, a higher vibration. We're getting to our higher selves because we're, you know, going out there, living our truth, being true to ourselves and living our passion. And that's, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. So back to like what you were saying about like, even if it's making parts, right? That's what you're saying is you're here to sure. do whatever. You're here to help somebody, even if it's making parts. And I recently read something that said, if you desire a boat, it mm -hmm. actually sparks some sort of something in the universe to inspire somebody else to make boats. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and that, that completely makes sense. And you know, that person that gets sparked with it, that's something we tend to ignore too. We get that spark, that divine download that I should do this. And then we get scared. Oh no, that won't work. Oh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> we started to get all that self doubt kicking in. I'm not good enough. I'm going to do that. Yeah. But like the inspiration, right. In spirit, right. Inspiration came from spirit. So that's Absolutely. the one thing we should really be going. I'm inspired to do blah, blah, blah. That means, Hey, your angels are like, hey, yes, no, run with it. You. Yeah. That's, that's that feeling of that excitement. And like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Go do it. Run with that. And uh, once, once you follow those divine downloads, uh, you'll do them in a matter of minutes, right? You, you won't like sit on it for a month thinking whether you should or you shouldn't, or is this good or is this soccer? You'll, you'll start trusting it and just doing it. And the more you do it, the more you trust your intuition, the more your confidence builds. And next thing you know, you're, you're living your life in joy because you built your confidence because you trusted your intuition that gave you the divine downloads. 
to do what uh, you want to do to create what you want to create. <laughs> exactly. It's, it sounds so simple when we say it like that, right? But um, so any of the listeners, trust, trust us. Trust your intuition. You know, as where that psychic mediumship comes in, I mean, isn't that exactly what you're telling these people? Like you're getting them back in alignment with that inspiration? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when, when you're in a place of, um, of joy, you know, you're connected, you, you are connected, you're on a vibration of, of connection with the universe. So when you get those inspirations, uh, yeah, fear might still kick in a little bit, but it's go, going for it anyway and trusting that this is what you should do. This, uh, the universe has got you and, and, you know, knowing that intuition that you get that I should try this is, you know, that's your angels. That's your guide saying, Hey, you should try this <laughs> and then and going with it. So yeah, it's, it kind of builds upon each other. If you can do away with the anxiety and fear um, and really just trust. And if you want to start by trusting your intuition first, try it. Just go with your gut for a day and see, see how it goes, see what happens. Try it in any moment. Ask yourself, what should I do? Feel it in your gut. I think I'm going to do this, even if it's not what you would normally do and see what happens. I'm willing to bet in doing that, you would trust it even more, which means you're building your own self-confidence because your gut feelings inside you. And that's like, oh no, I, I, my gut's always right. <laughs> so you build your self-confidence in that, which brings you more joy. I love that example. I think that's a great exercise for all the listeners to do. Trust your gut today, especially if it's something that you don't normally do, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people, um, they use their, their intuition, but they don't always trust it. They don't trust themselves. And if you, if you go with your gut, there's, there's no way you won't trust yourself uh, if you start using that you know, you consciously. Maybe, maybe people don't trust it because it seems too good to be true. Yeah, I think it's possible. I think a lot of people are just taught to believe, um, to not, we're just, how, my words are escaping me. Um, we're taught that we're not good enough or we're, you know, someone's better at it or things won't work out or, you know, there's, there's always the, the kind of the poo-pooers or the naysayers that say, no, you have to do X, Y, and Z to get here or you have to learn this or you have to go to school there or you need this, you need that, or do this, or do that. And we get to a point where we're like, I'm not good enough. Why would I do that? Nobody likes me. Maybe I'm not pretty enough. Maybe, you know, whatever. We, get, we beat ourselves up and everyone does it, no matter how confident the person seems. We've all been there. And so therefore, when we start feeling it, we shoot you in a way, you know, to do something like, like a podcast or Facebook Live, or something like that, and we shoot it away like, no, 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 you know, I see people on there and they, they do it so well and uh, people would think I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, and we shoot it away because of our own self-confidence issues. And then, uh, and then what happens? Nothing happens and we tend to get stuck in that fear. But then if you listen to it, you're like, fine, you know what? I'm going to do it. Fine. And you get out there and you put it out there and you feel kind of dumb and you're giggling because you feel like you look stupid and but people jump on they're conversing with you and you're like you know this is kind of fun and then you do it two or three times it's like oh yeah this is easy who cares exactly so, and then afterwards you get a message from somebody saying i needed to hear that today absolutely absolutely 
um, that's, you know, I don't, when I do lives, I, I don't go to inspire everyone. You know, I, I go on there just to talk, just to get the message out and hopefully it'll hit someone where it's supposed to hit. But if it even gets that one person saying, wow, man, I needed that. That was awesome. I mean, gosh, that's what, you know, that's the most rewarding feeling ever that you help someone. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're making parts or you're delivering in divine inspiration or you're making a boat. Exactly. It feels exactly. so good to help somebody. Absolutely. What a, what a place. So one thing I have to ask yes. about the angels is you had talked like your first one, you said he was a Cupid something. Oh, oh yeah. He's a Cherubian. A Cherubian. So sorry. I said Cupid. So, how, like I know there's all different kinds like do you, how many kinds are there or can you explain to the listeners so that they kind of wrap their head around it well there's there's um there's a lot of different classifications for angels um I'm not sure exactly how many uh types and I'm not I don't remember all the names for them to right. be honest um one thing I came to understand is that um, that the labels like Cherubian um, angels, they're considered guardian, you know, like more, not guardian angels, but um, I want to say more of a protective angels. Um, there's the archangels, there's seraphim angels, which are angels of love. That's what Selena is. But they, um, the angels don't classify themselves in classifications as such. We do, because we're human and we like to put things in neat little Oh, neat little boxes. Well, so that we, makes sense. we like to break it down to, for, for whatever reason, we, we like to do that. <laughs> we like to have groups and classifications and all that. Um, they don't, they, they, they have, they don't care. They're like, Oh yeah, there's nobody's better than the other. Nobody's, you know, more powerful. They're, they're all the same um, pure divine energy. You know, they're, they were all created just from pure divine energy, pure divine um, extension of God. So they don't, yeah, they don't classify themselves. So, you know, um, Archangel Michael isn't more powerful than um, the angel I met, Tim, or my angel Selena. But, you know, yeah, he does have certain specialties, you could say. Right. Um, he's, he's good for protection. He's good for clearing out um, 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 earthbound spirits. You know, or if you feel sometimes, you know, I have people say to me, I feel like there's something in the house with me or there's something around me or I'll see something move and it freaks me out. And, and I very, you know, I'm so used to it. I'm just like, oh, just ask Michael to come in. He's got a crew. They'll take them. They'll take them wherever they need to go. Yeah. Um, and that's what he does. Um, he's also good for cutting cords, cutting emotional cords and, and helping us uh, let go and shed all the, you know, negative or attached attachments that we want to let go of. Um, where Raphael is, you know, he's a healer. So we, they have different um, specialties and the angels that work with us one-on-one -on -one, um, also kind of have different areas of specialties in our lives that they focus on. But any angel, any angel, not even your own angels, even somebody else's angels, if you need assistance, can help you with it, no matter what it is. So that's, yeah. So there's, you know, I think um, that's another area I think that as humans, we tend to make things difficult is like, oh, I don't know classifications. <laughs> this right. and that, and we don't really need to. <laughs> yeah, you just say, I need help. You know, finding my key, oh, yeah. the angel of key finding will be there, right? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever angel that has that knowledge that wants to help you find it will give you that, that either the intuition to look at a certain place or that you might even physically put it where you can see it. Yeah. It really just depends. <laughs> I had weird stuff happen. But, uh, you just kind of turn your head a certain way and you like see something like just a little something and you're like, I would have never known that. It's, I almost feel like sometimes they like, encourage you to move your head a certain way or I don't know. Mm, you're like out of the corner of your eye. You see something. Yeah. Or you move your head and then you see the keys and you think to yourself, I would have, I would have been looking everywhere. Like, so you find them before they are even lost. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they'll guide us, but that's also your own, you know, your own senses probably pick up your own a little bit, you yeah. know? Yeah. The more you, I mean, the more you practice, you know, this lifestyle, the more you, you know, become more and more sensitive. Yeah. To the, and more yeah. aware, I guess, awareness. I always call it awareness. Um, awareness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you teach some classes about, or have programs about meeting your angels. What are those about? I do. I have my knowing angels program and, <laughs> and it's a, it's a 12 week program. It's a very intensive uh, program because we do a lot of shifting um, out of anxiety, fear. We do a, a, a lot of homework. Um, we do a lot of meditating. And you, I, you know, I teach people how to meet their angels and spirit guides and how to have a dialogue with them and, um, and other beings if they're open to that. But um, really, I, I wanted to have this be a, a longer course um, at 12 weeks because it does take practice to mm -hmm. get to a point where you get your ego out of the way of, uh, of uh, you connecting with them. And we also do law of attraction uh, manifesting and go over all that. Um, and sometimes depending on uh, time, because every the, the course is very uh, individually tailored to who I'm working with and their needs. Um, we'll, do, we'll do past life regression. And um, on top of that program, I also have the uh, Manifesting Joy um, Manifestation program I just released last week. Um, so that's a short program, and it's about shifting those fears very quickly, the anxiety fears, and uh, shedding them, I should say, not shifting, shedding them, letting them go, and uh, being in a vibration of joy so that you can manifest anything and everything. So those are two ah. things I have going on right now. But the Knowing Angels, you know, is the, the big angel one. That's like your signature thing. I think that's so Absolutely. cool you do Law of Attraction too, but I, you know, it's no coincidence because the Law of Attraction and Spirit are besties. That's what I say. Absolutely. It's it, exactly. That's why I include, I do include it in the Knowing Angels. So if you want like the full package of angels, you would get that program because um, manifestation, uh, all of that, being able to communicate with you guys, you're on that high vibration. You know, that's exactly like you say, you're, you're all in that same energy, that same wavelength of attracting you know, being on this high vibration to where you're connected with the universe and you can manifest, you know, almost instantly if, if you choose to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you peel away yeah. all the layers, then you'll be in alignment. And yeah, I love it. Absolutely. So all this is on your website, lisagober.com and, and all um, right or no? Sorry. Yes. The knowing angels definitely is up there. Um, I have not put on the manifest. Uh, manifesting joy yet but i will you can find it on my facebook uh business page though I'm, it's just under lisa gober 
Um, Lisa M. Gober is my other profile, but it's really not too much mention on there. But my business page is just Lisa Gober. Right. <laughs> and depending on when someone listens to the podcast, it might be up on your website by then. So, uh, but absolutely, I'll put all of this in our show notes so people can go there and connect with you. And um, perfect. That sounds more. Thank you. And I will get around to putting it on my website. I, I am technically technology challenge sometimes because I'm half in the clouds as you guys can probably tell <laughs> and half are on earth so, so <laughs> it's not usually my thing I, I try to tend to wait till the very last minute to create stuff on my website <laughs> but I'll do it I'll do it <laughs> <laughs> I love it hey you know it's the life of an intuitive a life of a, a spiritual person you know yeah we tend to like float away sometimes absolutely yeah yeah maybe more than this should but hey <laughs> it's all yeah. good <laughs> well i loved having you on the podcast and we'll have to do like another episode sometime soon and um oh yes thank you thank you so much for having me come on and um, like i said i'm gonna bring you on mine as soon as i can and as soon oh, as i'm back awesome. I'd, I'd be honored to have you i would love that so what's the name of your podcast so the listeners um can maybe check it out oh Sure, you can find it on iTunes it's called Universal Bliss. Beautiful. Universal awesome. Bliss. Yeah. All yeah. Right. And I, thank you so much. This has been great. You're welcome. I love having you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.